Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. And I'm talking about SMART goals this week, which I have to say I can get very excited about because I think if you're going to write any kind of goal, any kind of target, and this is the time of year when everyone starts to think about it, then they'd better be smart. Or why bother to have a target or goal at all? Because SMART goals are goals that have flesh behind them. They are achievable. And if you're failing at them, you look at your goal and you can see through your thought process where you're going wrong. That is the great thing about them. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, well, why do I need a SMART goal? Frankly, I'm in property. Things happen. Well, just take a look around you. We've all seen, well, I've been around in property for 20 years. And I can tell you, I often see people who've been around a long time, but they don't seem to have done much. Not because they can't do something, not because they don't want to do it, but actually there's no time or oomph behind them. And one year blends into another and they're just not achieving what they should do. Whereas other people appear on the property scene, all you know, bright and new and excited. And before you know what's happened, they've absolutely smashed it. Why? Because they've usually got stuck on their wall at home, some fabulous, really big smart goals, and they've just worked out how they're going to do it. And they're now delivering them. So I work with quite a few clued up property peeps who've You know, they've been to the seminars about goal setting because you could go to those quite easily. So they know how much they want to earn. You always get asked that question, don't you? They know how much they want to earn. They know how much property they want to own. And they know how they're going to achieve it, i.e. what kind of technique. But no matter how much they plan, somewhere in the execution of it all, something goes amiss. Goals don't get hit or they get going really well. But then after a while, things start to go downhill And at the end of the year, examination shows that the dream really could never have been turned into reality because there wasn't enough substance behind it. And that's where SMART comes in. SMART goals, what are they? Well, we all know, actually, don't we? They are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and timely. Those five key words that we've got to have at our elbow when we're starting to draw up next year's business plan. And actually, do you know, we've been told this stuff all our life. Nothing, nothing is new under the sun, is it? But it's when we're working for ourselves, we tend to forget that we've got to do these things that we tell other people or we hear other people say. It's being done for a reason. And they are the five key words that will make such a difference to us. And they will help us get everything back on track if it goes slightly wrong. 
Now, the SMART system ensures you're giving yourself a fighting chance of delivering it. Partly, I think, because if you write each goal with the knowledge that it's got to conform to SMART, that you're going to be able to see straight away what can't be achieved except for, frankly, good luck and a market that suddenly turns in your favour. Well, we don't want to work with 100% luck and a market that may or may not go in our favour. So what you want are goals that will push yourself, implement all your new learnings and go in the right direction to be achievable. And through having a SMART goal, when you look at it, you'll see instantly where you're going wrong. Because don't forget, it really is very easy to buy those first few properties. Once you move on from the first few, from being an excited amateur to a full-on professional landlord, investor, developer, whatever it is your title is, that you want to scale, well, that's when you've got to make sure that you know exactly what is behind all of your goals. Because with scaling comes risk, larger debt, less time to do things. That's what nobody talks about. The fact that the more you achieve, the less time you have, unless you're delegating out. Because things, well, it just things, time suck. Things happen. You have demands on your time. Things go wrong. In fact, there's more to go wrong when you scale because everything is you know, magnified. So therefore, your plan has got to be tighter. And your reasons and plan and knowledge has got to be understood from the start. Because if you want to make money or run a profitable business, you've got to be absolutely clear on what you want to do. So specific, I want to make 10K per month after tax. Yep, you know what you're going to do there, don't you? I want to increase my portfolio by three properties. Doesn't matter what kind of properties they are, that's that's not necessarily to at this point, but you know what you're going to do. But if you just said, might just do, I might buy a few more properties. Well, you're not going to in that kind of attitude, are you? Or I want to create a second or third income stream by selling the deals I can't or don't want in my property. Again, that that's absolutely something that you can implement because you're going to be finding these properties anyway, but you've written it down so you don't just forget about them. You don't put the deal off the table because it's not one you want. You've written in there that you're going to be doing something with everything that you would, if you'd had all the money in the world, buy probably. And so again, M, the next letter is for measurable. Well, if you've been spot on with your specific, you're going to have lots of numbers that can be checked and measured. And when you've got checked and measured numbers, you'll know whether or not you've achieved things and what you're going to do if you haven't achieved them. So measurable, absolutely crucial. And running straight alongside that is A for achievable, because there is absolutely no point in just plucking a number out of the air and pretending you can hit it. That is daft. That's setting yourself up to fail. Because if you've got a number, you've got to look for the measurables in it and the achievables. So have you got the systems to source those properties that you want? You know, it's very different to find two properties a year that work from finding 50 properties a year that work. You know, there's no luck in that. That's called systems and knowledge. Do you have the finance to be able to control or buy these properties? Again, it's no good going, well, I'll just get private finance. It's at that point when you write your goal down that you're going to be going, ah, but if I want to do that, then I'm going to have to find 100 investors or whatever it is you need to do. So automatically, you're now starting to produce a second lot of measurable points that you've got to start working on. Do you have the software to run the programs you need to get on top of everything? You know, if you're going to do big numbers, just having it all on a bit of paper and a quill pen is not going to work. You're going to have to use formal programs so that you can keep track of all those things you need to do to keep yourself legal and to keep yourself in profit. Well, 
you know, if you don't have any of these things, how do you think you're going to actually achieve your goal? You've got to make sure that they are achievable. And part of being achievable is being relevant, which is the R. Because I think us property peeps should be doing pestle analysis on a regular basis. Even if you're only doing little tiny bits of the pestle, the bits that change. So I'm recording this in a moment of total turbulence in the mortgage markets. Now, mortgage markets may not affect you if you're buying cash or if you're um, you're low geared. But actually, it does affect you because how many properties are there on the market? How quickly can you sell them? It does have an effect on values. So you've got to be able to know what's relevant. The market's changing. Your capabilities have changed. Now, that's a funny thing as well, is that, trust me, your capabilities will just keep growing, but you won't notice it. There's no light bulb moment. There's no bell that goes off, you know, ding, ding. Well done. You've now got an A star in property development. That doesn't happen. You just suddenly find you're doing it all the time. You understand what's going on. Suddenly, conversations that people have all around you make perfect sense, whereas before they didn't. You've learned the language. You can speak fluent property. And that's the great fun thing about it. Your capabilities, if you're getting good at this, will allow you to do so much more because you could do it. Well, it's like walking. You don't think about walking, do you? That's the excitement of being kept relevant. Rules and legislation changes. So what you're doing now, will it still be a winner next year? Or is it perhaps time to do an adjustment? And I think that's one of the things that many of us forget. So, for instance, I've got an HMO that was absolute winner with students until five years ago when the council moved the student area, not a long way, but just enough to make my property fall out of the student desirability sort of circle around the university. So I have to make sure that that building was brought back into relevancy and used in a different way to make me profit. And T is timely. Property doesn't happen fast. It's not the speediest thing in the world. You know, even for those who are traders, you know, don't hang on to property for long. It's in and out, profit banked. It does take time. And I think for those of us working in property, we've got to be really aware of what the non-property world is up to because we all know there are 12 months of the year. But the activities that the properties undergo in 12 months are not spread evenly across there because there are certain points in the year when, you know, if you put something onto the market, it's fresh, it's lovely, and all the buyers are there. If you put it on, for instance, to sell any time after the third week in November, oh, what a quiet time of year. So you've got to hit it just right. And that means you've got to work properly to those timelines. That's why it's so important. And timely also means you, your time, your input. You know, when are you going to go on holiday? Depending on where you are in your cycle of property, you may find at the beginning for the first few years, you're not actually going on that many holidays because there's just too much going on. And if you are away from your building sites or your developments, what's happening when you're not there? You're not in charge. And of course, I think it also, time refers to you personally. How much time are you prepared to put into this? Are you wanting, you know, multi-millions, but you've only got every other Thursday available? And then sometimes you have to work a half day on that day as well. So timely means also not only the property cycle parts of it, but you. How much are you doing and your time input to it? So now you've got a framework now so you can start to write a plan. And then the fun thing is that every 12 weeks, which is a quarter, you should be going and reviewing all your results for that 12 weeks because smart goals, as I said, can be measured because there are numbers or specific outcomes. So for every single thing, it's, is that a hit or a miss? Is that up or down? 
Is that profit or loss? All these words, you can find lots of those sorts of dual words, but you start applying them and you'll start to see patterns and you'll realise where your gaps are. What have you got to do? Where have you got to join up the links to make sure things happen? If you've got a perfect plan in place to support yourself to be able to deliver this and it's still not happening, what is it that you've missed out? What tiny invisible link can you not see? So I think very much that unless you want to remain a gifted and enthusiastic amateur, you've got to make sure your goals are smart. Now, if you like the ideas of smart goals, but you're needing help, you know, perhaps a bit of guidance and support, well, head over to my website or send me an email at rachel at racheltroughton.com and let's book a free Zoom call to see how we can work together. Because the great thing about smart goals is that once you've got the hang of them, you'll find them easy to use and you find yourself using them in all sorts of decisions in other parts of your life. I just think those five words, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and timely, can be adapted to all sorts of things. And it may take a little bit of time to get the hang of it, but I think the rewards are really worth the effort. So having goals that are achievable, even if they're big, 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 big goals, that's what we're all in business for. Honestly, the other thing, of course, is that you're going to move your goals. So when you thought at the beginning that perhaps earning you know, 5k a month was going to be amazing. You were just going to find that in 20 years time, you'll think, well, I won't get out of bed for 20,000 a month. Big goals are what we're all in business for. Now, others have built and scaled profitable property businesses and they've pivoted and diversified. Well, so can you. Absolutely. Nothing's stopping you. And I can promise you that smart goals will get you there. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.racheltroughton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.